Before we get started, I want to let you know about some changes we're making for our Patreon subscribers. Now at all levels, we are adding a little extra at the end of our weekly shows just after our tagline for all levels of membership. So for $1, you get the show plus an extra 10 to 20 minutes of show after the free show is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know we're borrowing from Bob Seska's idea. At the $5 level, you get the extra part of the show plus one video sketch per month. And at the $10 level, you get all of that plus an additional video sketch per month. Thank you to all who are currently subscribing and to our future. Sure. With the other half of the country. We'll figure that out. You guys live your lives. You have what, a pass whatever laws you want. We have military here. No, no, I get it, but it's a, mil- it's a, it's a federalized thing. It'd be more complicated than, more, okay, we're just going to take our bases. It's, it's, it's a pretty complicated Yeah, that's why secession is not probably a good idea. <clears throat> it's probably a bad idea. Well, it's going in the wrong direction, and it's going in the wrong di- direction fast. That is like, true. we haven't woken up. Well, I Like, have. we don't realize that it's existential, what's happening right now. Like, oh, we're not recording, are we? No, we are. Okay. You know how I start recording you when nobody's paying me. attention? Have we met? You're um. Welcome to this week. I'll start that over. We're starting over now. Welcome to this week's edition of From the Bunker with Jody Hamilton and David Shockey. been how many years five i mean it's going in the Six? wrong direction you know there's a thing but one of the laws of conservation of energy is that a a body in motion will remain in motion until acted upon by another force right and this um minority authoritarian force? fascist movement is happening yes. and if it is unrebutted at this point it will win we're not fighting back um by the, the way this is from laws. the bunker oh yeah <laughs> he I've just been kept here in a while. Talking. I forgot. Go. He just kept do, talking, do your, and he was complaining about the cookies. It was a whole thing. Um, so, hi, I'm Jody Hamilton, sitting across from me, not realizing that we have started recording, and then I have to do this spiel. Uh, is David Shockett, who doesn't didn't me like just rambling? When does that ever happen? Not, never. Uh, if you or always. <laughs> You can find us at from-the-bunker.com. You can email us at info at from-the-bunker.com. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We're one of the few podcasts that are on this week. Really? Yeah. Bob's not on. So everybody should be listening to this show. I'm not even sure if Frangela is doing a show. The things that I'm going to say are so important. Totally. The most I'm important not sure people ever. can continue with their daily lives. I agree. Without completely imbibing the and we're going to do we're going to do some of the extra today. stuff at the end of the show for our Patreon listeners. We're going to do extra special some. Uh, that's not my contract. What are you? Crazy? It is your contract. That's how you get paid. I'm very very busy. That's how you get paid. Okay. So you have to. Do oh, that. you mean you're saying because I'm a professional podcaster and I should behave like a professional because we're professionals. professionals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. That was out loud. So you were um, saying that you're worried about authoritarian fascism coming to these Americas. What do you mean coming? No, it's, it's here. here. No, they want. They don't have the power completely yet. I have a big friend of mine who's kind of a conspiracy theorist, but you know, saying that this is all a big game, you know, and it's just meant to. It's a divide and conquer strategy, and everything's just meant to divide. And to a certain part, there is something to be said to keeping everybody divided and keeping everybody arguing. And it's just a big game to him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but if you know, you're a 13 or 14 year old girl that was just raped by your stepfather in Texas, 
this ain't a fucking game to you. Right. You know, so it's not a game. And granted, it is incredibly divisive and it is things that are tearing us apart. Like they used to say, the things that that drive us apart are are things that that bind us together are bigger and more important than things that pull us apart. I'm not sure that's true anymore. You know. Well, I mean, after the Rittenhouse verdict last week. And he says he supports BLM, which is interesting. I'm not sure if he's trying to (laughs) recover his reputation. He's lying about that. Um, Because there was... People have been tweeting. He provoked the situation that had he not been there, two people would be alive to defend himself. Right. I can't go into a bank and start robbing it, you know, and you know, like the people that captured the uh, who was the serial killer in the mid '80s, the walking killer, Richard Ramirez. Yeah. Um, the night, he night was actually, stalker. Yeah, he was actually. They, a neighborhood saw him and actually identified him and caught him and chased him down and beat him. Yeah, you know, to none a pulp. of those, none of those neighbors were charged with assault and battery. No, because he was a serial killer. Uh, he wasn't even convicted yet. He was just a person of interest at that time. He was a suspect. Like I, I you know, this it's. We don't have to go in ad nauseum with with Kyle Rittenhouse or everybody's talked about this forever. But if he was black, there's zero chance he would have been acquitted. Everyone knows it. Well, no, he wouldn't have made it to trial. He wouldn't have Nobody lived that night. Nobody would have been talked about his long, dirty toenails. No, he, he we we would have been talking about the cops that shot him. Oh yes, we would. <laughs> that's exactly. Well, my biggest concern is not that this now empowers, you know, other Kyle Rittenhousers. This now empowers Oath Keepers, Prom Boogaloo Boys, huge groups of militia, hundreds of people together with AR-15s in the street. Because, well, if one can do it, why can't two do it? If two can do it, why can't 200 do it? And that's what we're going to be seeing. It's not a matter of now we're going to be seeing individual lone gunmen out there. We're going to be seeing now militia in the street because of Kyle Rittenhouser. Well, and there was a search, by the way, in Connecticut. Okay, so we know about um, the Wisconsin uh, driver that... Killed five people and injured at least forty, mm-hmm. who apparently was on, uh, apparently with a car also assaulted a girlfriend or a wife. So abuse is always a thing with people like this. But apparently in Manchester, Connecticut, an SUV drove into a crowd of Black Lives Matter demonstrators on Saturday. This is what Kyle Rittenhouse has brought, along with remember um, after Heather Heyer was murdered by the guy that drove the car in Florida and in North Carolina. Um, they now have laws saying that, yeah, if you're in a car and there are people and you feel like you're blocking your way, no, just blocking your way. You can drive through them. That's what happened. I think there's something about the law that you have to at least you have to feel. Now you can say, I felt scared. I mean, you can say you have to have a rationale for believing that they're, can can are a risk or can harm you in some way, but you know. But you if you head go, there, the, the the only way to have convicted Kyle Rittenhouser is Rittenhouse. to Rittenhouse mm-hmm. is to be able to read his mind. He's saying, "I felt you know." If you're making a self defense claim, you're saying, "I felt imminent fear of grievous bodily harm or death." You know, all he has to do is say that he did the videotape. You know, people are grabbing at his gun because he was an active yes, shooter. But I'm, and that's not what the law says. Unfortunately, <clears throat> Wisconsin law is very squidgy. And I'm not sure he actually fits the definition of active shooter. The guy at uh, well, I think he'd already shot Mario once. Stoneman Douglas was an active shooter. No, I think he'd already shot once. So I mean, it's it's a mess. He should have been convicted of something. The lesser gun, the gun charge should have that been was in there. thrown out. They should have got him on, on on some sort of reckless manslaughter or reckless endangerment charge. Well, here's what happened in Connecticut. Just so you know, with the you can drive into a crowd laws. Sure. Saturday, a group was protesting the not guilty verdict of Kyle Rittenhouse, the 18 year old. Blah blah blah. Around 4 p.m., the driver in an SUV. 
drove into the crowd as they blocked traffic on Main Street in Manchester. And that's, I don't know if Connecticut, I don't think Connecticut passed that law, that you can do that legally. They haven't found the person yet. But in Florida and in South Carolina, it's Charleston, South Carolina is where that was, right? Those two states now have passed laws that if somebody's blocking your way, feel free to mow them down, especially if you disagree with why they're protesting. Well, that's the same state that, you know, gave you your stand your ground. You know, if you can peacefully get out of a uh, situation, a, a confrontation, you don't have to. Which is you can just shoot the person. Wrong. Well, and that's the it's very Zimmerman esque what Kyle Rittenhouse did, whereas Zimmerman didn't have to go after. No, he didn't. But the, he that they reached the correct verdict in that trial because they mistakenly overcharged him, and there were no witnesses. And it was his word against them. It was a <clears throat> huge mistake. Walking with Skittles. <clears throat> yes, and Snapple. Yeah, how dare you? Armed. And yes, it had Kyle Rittenhouse been a black male legally holding a gun, which Rittenhouse, well, according it's, to it's, the it's, judge, I mean, was. It, we can just extrapolate that to January 6th. If those had all been black protesters, oh, they would have mowed, mowed them down. down. It would have been piles of bodies. Mm-hmm. Well, it wouldn't have happened. It would have been like one of those medieval battle scenes when bodies on top of bodies, where there's a mountain of bodies you had to climb over. Well, remember, I mean, in, in uh, the only reason that gun laws, at least in California, were first put into effect was when Black Panthers had them in yeah, California. we're okay with guns unless black people have them. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, ooh, we can't have those. And then when Reagan got shot, obviously he was very pro-gun. I don't want to regulation. talk about Kyle Rittenhouse anymore. That I don't either, but um, the, um, the McMichael... McMichael and whoever the other guy is charged with killing um, Ahmaud Arbery, the jury is out now. Um, that prosecutor was great. Yeah, she was. She had, more, she had a lot more to work with in the Rittenhouse prosecution. She did. She did. Um, and she's fantastic. And her rebuttal to their... Because if you guys don't watch the Law and Orders like I do, because I have a Law and Order degree from Law and Order. From Dick Wolf University, DWU. Just Law and Order. Go for it. SVU and, and company. Um when uh, in a criminal case i don't know civil i don't think civil cases do this but i know in a criminal case the prosecution presents their closing then the defense does and then the prosecution can rebut the defense because they have yes. the burden yes they have the burden because they don't get well, they it all, you all you know as a you also have to you know if you're the defense you have to say what am i defending the prosecution has to lay out their case just ba- just based on that fact and then the They're prosecution the also move. doesn't get the right of appeal no that's why they get the rebuttal. Mistrials or something else. They can't. There's no appeals. There's no nothing. Right. Uh, defense can appeal all they want, which is had Rittenhouse been convicted, he would have had the right to appeal. The prosecution They got to get it right on the first time. Exactly. Which is why they get a rebuttal to the defense's sure. closing. So her initial closing was amazing. And then her closing today. I think the prosecutor for the guy that was driving the car who uh, was taking the video, Roddy something. Yeah. I thought- they the didn't defense? have a great case, but I think his closing was very strong. Oh, the def- defense yeah. attorney? The other two have no chance. I hope not. Um, what is with all the racism? No black pastors. The guy with the long, dirty tone. Like, if you, if the, if one of these judges, you're like, the kid, that's your mom or your dad, and you're calling them from college, like, what the fuck are you doing? You're killing me. Yep. I mean, it's- I got to go to class, and people know you're my mom. Yeah. You're talking it, about the defendant's long, dirty toenails? I, and and honestly, like, <clears throat> don't have any more black <clears throat> pastors? Like, okay, all white boys, just show up and sit with the Arbery family. I mean, just because they happen to be famous black pastors, perhaps? I mean, it's really showing you what's go- what goes on in this country that people didn't, you know, it, it's another feather in Trump's cap. I mean, he really, really 
embolden people enough to show their heads now. At least at least we know what we're up against. True. It's not like, the, you know, that's the one, I would say, really positive thing about his presidency is we didn't know what we were up against. Those people were still there. Mm-hmm. They were still as virulent and racist and hateful and ugly as ever. Mm-hmm. Now we know. They're like, oh, wait a minute. You? You too? You too? You're all in on this? Oh, great. Let's stand up together. <clears throat> Yeah, and I mean, talk about how great it is to be white. And and the thing you okay, so Tucker Carlson, by the way, just I know we're, you didn't want to talk about it. That's okay, go. But for he it. had a documentary team with Kyle Rittenhouse the whole time, the whole time, and that's insanity to me. That that for, I mean, they have every right to do that. If of they course want. they do, of course they do. But I'm sorry, but Kyle Rittenhouse is somebody is going to show up somewhere at a protest at some point. And do it in another state where the laws are stricter mm-hmm. and go, but, but, but. It doesn't matter. It's not like it's a Supreme Court precedent. You know, the fact patterns are going to be different. I mean. I mean, would we want, would we want, <clears throat> say, a Black Lives Matter supporter going to a MAGA rally with an AR-15, getting hit upon by obvious. Set upon by a crowd. Set upon and by a crowd. And start firing and then he gets off? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want anybody to be shot ever. Even the maggots. You're nicer than me. I am. I am. Um, I just, it's just like, this is allowing, I think that in the McMichael trial, they will be convicted, which will help. Yes. I think a lot of people are kind of, I think people are keeping their powder dry after Kyle Rittenhouse and waiting to see, okay, let's see how this one shakes out. Right. If this one goes the wrong way, we're going to have It's going to be bad. Unrest. It's going to be really bad. And rightfully so. Yeah. Rightfully so. Because this man was lynched. <clears throat> Ahmed Arbery was and then they, lynched. And then, then his lawyer used the lynching metaphor. It's like, dude, do you know what? Like, why don't do you, you understand what Emmett, that is? Do you know Emmett, you know Emmett Till Emmett Till, yeah. I mean, I mean, he was lynched. That's what a lynching is. Yes. It literally People are chasing is. you with guns. Like he's supposed and then to you try to grab the gun of the person who's trying to kill you, and then they say, "Oh, he grabbed my gun, so I shot him." It's like, no, dude, don't work. It doesn't work that way. No, if somebody's trying to shoot me, I have the right to get the gun away. End of statement. Um. All right, we're going to move on to some good news. Let's. We can move on to news if you want. Really. Sorry, I don't, right. I don't mind. I'm just tired, tired of the same news. Okay, so Walmart CEO credits. President Biden with supply chain improvement. Is that in the news anywhere other than here? No. Because <laughs> I haven't heard it. It was uh, it was reported yesterday. Washington Examiner, which is a right wing. No, it's a right leaning paper. It's uh, not the Washington. It's not like the Washington Times. Yeah, and they reported it. Got it. So, the thing, the arguments that they should be making that they're not. Wait a minute, are are petroleum, are oil and gas prices high all over the world? Yes. Are all they over less, the world. Are they less high here than there? Is inflation all over the world? Yes, but it's less here than everyone else. I mean, everything is relative. Why they're not even dumb people can understand the fact that oh, prices are up thirty percent in in Western Europe and in the EU, but they're only up twelve percent here. Okay, so it's, it's bad only up six percent here, by the way. Yes, it's <laughs> not like double well. digit inflation like we had in the seventies. No. Or triple digit that you see in some of these South American banana republics. Uh, and but, we um, got to remember that a lot of people who have children under the age of 18 are getting <clears throat> 20, $250 to $300 per person a month. Which is nice. A lot of money, which is more than 6% inflation is going to give you for a gallon of mi- milk or even a gallon of gas at this point. 
you, if you, uh, <laughs> well, it's you, just, you saw that he's opening, he at least going to offset. He's hitting it. the strategic oil petroleum reserve today. That feels like a little bit of a desperate move to me. No, like, but he's he's hitting that with China, India. The UK, Canada also helping have, to open their spigots. Do they all have spigots. petroleum reserves? They're all opening their spigots. They're, wait a minute. Are they increasing production or are they opening? Both. They're because doing Because the both. strategic reserve is like for, you know. Well, that's what Trump did. Like for a meteor. That's what Trump did. When he, did we ever open the strategic? He did it in 2019 and 2017. You shouldn't do that for this. I mean, if, if I gas agree. was 9 or $10 a gallon, yeah, it's important. Our strategic petroleum reserve is really, really important. It's for like, you know, mm-hmm. when an asteroid hits mm-hmm. and everything's disrupted and, and you really need it. Not because prices are going to be a little high for a few months. So that's my take on it. Well, I mean, it's going to go. And we're going to have inflation because everybody's but I get the out politics again. And everything and we're, we're, you know, we're in a real battle right now. It was just for the the because the soul of America. Well, the conservatives were like, "Oh, inflation!" and and I'm sorry, the Build Back Better bill, by the by, seventeen Nobel Prize winning economists have said inflation will go. What did four out of five dentists say? That's what I want to know. Well, just brush your teeth, (laughs) brush and floss, okay, Uh, and use some dentine. Wasn't okay. it a dentine? Something like that. I think it was Might have dentine. been trident. Could be dentine. I think it was dentine. Um, regardless, it's it's Walmart said thank you, Joe Biden, for the ports because twenty four seven we were going here in L A. and in New York and in San Francisco and probably in the Gulf as well. You know what? If they and there's there's this big rift going on with, with the vice president's office, and believe it or not, I know I hate to say how prescient I was, but they just came out. I'm hearing analysts now saying what I said three weeks ago, that the problems and particular issues that we were dealing with immediately upon his entry into the White House did not dovetail, you know, comfortably with with her skill set. And, and granted, I believe she's a very smart person with a prodigious set of skills, but, you know, dealing with, uh, you know, a military issue in a third world country on the other side of the world in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. That's not something that she would have as a secretary of state or a senator or a, a DA would have been dealing with or the problems at the border. You know, that's an, that's a problem that requires legislation and a fix from Congress. You know, that, that I feel like she was thrown under the bus there. Um, but she's a fantastic advocate. She's a, she can be, when she loses a little bit of that laugh, she can be that nervous laugh. She can be a a uh, very charismatic, very forceful advocate for whatever issue. And she needs to be out really pressing the flesh and pressing the issues like about what we're doing about inflation, about what we've done about the supply chain, about how these bills that we're passing have improved the lives of Americans and continuing to remind people. Show up at ribbon cutting, show up at this, talk about infrastructure, use her strengths. She's 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 a pretty forceful advocate and and they're not using that. And I'm not sure why. Well I, I just Because he's terrible. We were talking about this before. My biggest concern is I feel like his like I'm not sure I'd support him in, in another primary because, and I don't. I feel like his his brains and his judgment and his knowledge and, and his skills are, are all there. I feel like his the politician thing. I, th- I feel like his communication skills are starting to erode, and they're eroding faster. And it's really, really has me concerned. You were you took issue with you took exception with that, or you didn't? I don't see it like you're seeing it. Okay, I saw a speech today, and, and it, it's it it wasn't doddering old man, but it was close. See, I don't see that with him. Okay, um, but that's <clears throat> and it's not going to get it's not going to get better. And probably the <clears throat> other people feel that way, like you do. I don't see that <clears throat> with him, but that's me. I just know how facile with language someone like you know whether it's you know Marco Rubio or Ted Cruz or DeSantis, they're you know as as loathsome as these people are. 
Cruz and DeSantis are very, very smart, and they're very agile in terms of you know verbally and forensics and debate. They know how to talk. They've been practicing for a long time, and I think they would they would. We were lucky that we got to debate, you know, a gigantic oozing bag of moronic pus, right? In the last. Oh, that's debate. the nicest thing you could say about this, him. What this grotesque, depraved, racist monster. Okay. But I think someone like DeSantis or Ted Cruz would carve uh, Biden up on a debate stage. In three years from now, maybe at I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm worried about. That's why I told you my long shot for 2024 is I'm not going to say long shot. I'm say dark horse because I believe that our 2024 nominee is going to be Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom. And that would have you to heard be here first. That would have to be under the blessings of a lot of people. Well, if he doesn't run, who do you think has the best chance of? Uh... Well, if Biden doesn't run, yeah. Oh well, then it's open. Oh, I don't think he's going to primary. I don't think anybody's going to primary. Okay, that was my concern. It was you thought he was going to primary him. Okay, that's different. Because Jen Psaki said unequivocally when she was asked, literally within less than a year of the man's first term, is he going to run again? Because, you know, he hasn't started a thing like the last guy did in the first. It's like, first off, most. We're not grifters. A. And two, most presidents don't start their reelection campaign in the first year after having to clean up the last guy's crap just doesn't happen. It's amazing how short the memory of the American people are. The crap that Clinton had to clean up, the crap that Obama had to clean up. And we're, we are talking about massive elephant-sized piles of crap. Well, Clinton had the, to clean up 12 years of crap. And created 23 million jobs. Uh-huh. And then, you know, obviously the, the dumpster fire that, was that, Bush. that, that Biden got, that Obama mm-hmm. and Biden, oh, Biden got left behind. Thank you, you know, Sarah. The biggest catastrophe since, you know, mm-hmm. well, since uh, the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. And then somehow Biden had an even bigger dumpster fire to clean up. Then you had to, you had to throw in a global pandemic that killed five hundred thousand people and was killing a thousand people a day, and double digit inflation. I mean double digit unemployment. So yeah, that was a mess. Unemployment's down back to normal. Yes, which is good. Uh, wages are up. These are the these are the things that we should be talking about every single day. Unemployment's down. We wages have the bully are up. pulpit, and they, and they are saying it. But you got to remember, the mainstream media doesn't pick up good news, especially uh, with Democrats. Because it's not as clicky and Especially engagey. with Democrats. Yep. They really don't. Well, I see what CNN's doing, like, you know, the Afghanistan thing or the inflation thing. I'm glad we're out. <clears throat> no, but they're ha- they were hammering Biden. There was, there, was, there was some story. I can't remember what the story was. It was, it was, it was, a, one, it was a two or three day story. But every single time I turn on the TV, they were hammering it. And, and it was a level of... What's the term I'm looking for? Virtue signaling. Yes. Of like, hey, look how objective. They're they're virtue signaling their objectivity. Like, obviously they were they were hammering Trump Trump for four years. They're saying, see, look how objective we are. Now we're hammering Biden. But the things they're hammering Biden on are a thousandth as detrimental as the things they were hammering. But you know, it was it's gross, you know. And I I their lack of self awareness between that and the girl that disappeared. You know, it's like, dude, what are you guys doing? You know, I, I kind of rely on you guys. Well, I mean, Soledad O'Brien um, said She's it. awesome. She, Isn't she great? If I ever get back on Twitter, she's the first person I refollow. She's fun. She was on the, the Stephanie Miller show this morning. I got to hear her in person. I didn't get to talk to her because I was listening. Um, but yeah, she's amazing. And she basically is like, um, Chuck Todd is bad. CNN is bad. Just because they're not asking the right questions. And what, a, what a shock. Shocker. I mean, especially Chuck Todd. He needs to just go bye-bye. 
He if I say Nicole go. Wallace and meet the president enough times in the same sentence, you know, like Candyman, will it just happen? Maybe. She's better than he is. She's great. Shanta's better than he is. She's great. No, I, I, when, when, when Russert died, I wanted Rachel Maddow. She's too partisan. But she's good. Yeah, but that's not the kind of person. So is Russert, though. You, you, you need some. No, nobody. He wasn't knew partisan. Nobody he, knew what Russert's politics were. Yeah, but you, I mean, she's. We know that she's reasonable. That's a, that's one of the, the one of the two celebrity deaths in the last twenty years that's hit me the hardest. Tim Russert, really? Yeah, I remember. I was. It was an absolute gut. Punch. I was a huge Tim Russert fan. That was an absolute gut punch. But you need someone. He was a Niners fan, so he, we, I was. No, he's a Bills fan. He liked the Niners too. He knew. But he's from Buffalo. He's all I about know. Buffalo. His yeah, identity was Buffalo. Don't even get me started with Football Man, because this is going to turn to another show oh, very I'm fast. Somebody, I'm thinking of somebody else. Sorry. You are correct. Tim Russert was not. I'm thinking of somebody else. Go on. His beloved Bills. Um, you need like a Walter Cronkite kind of figure. You need a, a nationally accepted So that O'Brien would be great. Um, but yeah, Nicole Wallace, I think would be good because she used to be a Republican. At, well, 100%. She's reasonable and she's smart and she's and tenacious. Oh, did you see her interview with Christie? Yeah, she didn't let him off the. And I think nope. that he was thinking that he was coming into a little bit of a friendlier environment. And she opened fire. She did. I mean, everything she opened fire on was was completely fair game. Mm-hmm. You know that he should have been expecting. But uh, <clears throat> well, he was getting softballs from uh, Dana Bash and others. And I know her. Boy- he I know be, Dana's I'm sure he boyfriend, warm, and he's lovely, charming guy. I'm sure he can. Um, uh, but it's like you know that's not what you're there for. No. And I think, you know, he's trying to reinvent himself. And that's fine. I get it. Politicians do it all the time. And, you know, he was the only guy I think could have reasonably taken on Trump early on. But I think there was the, the field was so crowded that he couldn't get any traction. But he's a very smart. He's also um, his debating and oratorical skills are pretty solid and pretty strong. And he can he can go at you in a personal way, too, like because he has a regular guy quality about him, you know, that that's that can be effective. Uh, and I think he's trying to position himself. He's starting early because he's like um, he's Liz trying. Cheney. There, she's hoping if this whole thing collapses in a pile of dust, you know, I'm 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 one of the ones, the sane ones, still standing. Like Liz Cheney's number one on the yeah. list of Republicans standing if the Trump thing collapses. Well, and so is Adam Kinzinger, who is he's not conservative enough for the base, though. Does he vote less conservative than Liz Cheney? I thought they voted kind of the Liz same. Liz Cheney's brand is firebrand, neocon, conservative. I mean, I think Kinzinger is seen as, as a rhino by a lot of Republicans. They're, she they're not, is right now. They're not looking by idiots. No, by the voting Republicans <clears throat> that are left in the party, she is considered a rhino. No, by, I, by the, I disagree. I think by the people in office. There's difference between the elected Republicans and just the, the rank-and-file Republicans. I think The people Trumpsters, that vote— that are considering themselves Republican are all Trumpers anymore. Because she, he's cleansed the party? Yeah. I mean, she, again, got uh, sanctioned by the Wyoming GOP. Well, the Wyoming's the reddest state in the country. Wyoming, Arkansas, West Virginia. There we go. I oh, no, mean, I'm sorry. Wyoming, Oklahoma, West Virginia. There you go. And there you go. I mean, the GOP in Wyoming sanctioned her for voting. And she's being primaried. And she's being primaried. So it's like... No, the GOP is now Trump. Good. That's now, it. The thing, the thing is, now all we have to do is, I hate to say grow a pair because it's that's such a kind of- A pair of ovaries? What? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> and, and, and fight back because we have the firepower to win this. And we're, choos- we're actively, either we have our head in our hands and, and we don't realize that this, the laws of physics are happening and this authoritarian takeover is actually not 
something that's theoretical is happening now. And, <clears throat> you know, it's up to us. Either we're going to stop it or not. If we don't, it's over. So prepare your exit strategy. Oh, I do. I'm looking in Cabo San Lucas for homes. Yeah, it's not cheap there. There's other places on the coast that are nice. No, no, no. Out of the country? And Cabo's like like LA. It's it's tourist prices. The it's restaurants aren't cheap. The bars though. aren't cheap. No, but you can get a really nice condo for not that. But expensive. not like 150 for like four. No, 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 no. It's four. Yeah, but, but that's I'm saying the median price in the United States is 365 thousand dollars for a house right now. So. But I'm saying if you want to go to Mexico, you go to a, a cool little beach town that's an hour outside of one of those places, and you pay 120 for a fantastic condo. Oh no, I I I, I want a condo so I can you know leave, or a gated community. It's a really nice place. When the, when, the, when the drug lords show up. I'm waiting for 22. The 22 election is going to solidify my choices. Is that going to be a bloodbath, or are they going to go so far to the right that it's going to give us a chance to keep the house? What's your prediction? Uh, with gerrymandering? Well, if, you, we've always had gerrymandering. It's worse now. Yeah. Are we doing anything about it? Is New York doing anything about it? California, are, are actually, Devin Nunes might lose his seat. Uh, but because we lost a seat, we, how many seats do we have? 50, 53 now. 53? We had 54. <clears throat> we have 53. But the point is, 45 of those should be Democratic. We could gerrymander, but California doesn't do that. This is again not picking up the knife when we need to win the. Well, you know. our law is a citizen body that's nonpartisan redraws districts, and Devin Nunes' district is being redrawn basically for Joe Biden. So he may lose his seat. Go Fresno area. Um, the problem is, is a lot of states are fair, like California, <laughs> like we voted as citizens well, to make we it have, fair. We have a sense of shame. It's a big difference. Um, the, the thing is, is what we have to do and, and Manchin is getting there. He's this close to getting rid of the filibuster just Wait a for voting what? rights. Where did you hear this? Uh, Manchin has said it. In the last... 72 week, hours to in the week? last okay. week that but, he's considering so he's given a sense that he understands the gravity of the situation cinema mm -hmm. on the other hand who claims she doesn't know what the word enigma means and nobody does well because it's an enigmatic word she literally said i'm not clear people call me an enigma and, i'm not clear on the meaning of I'm the word not ambiguous. Clear, and nobody knows what that means really okay like what was the thing that Trump said? Nobody even knows what that is. It's like, yeah, dude, literally everyone does. Exactly. Um, uh, and remember that Lisa Murkowski, Murkowski, excuse me, um, did vote f with the Democrats to start debate on the voting rights bills, mm -hmm. which suggests, suggests, we don't know. that Give her everything. Exactly. Give her what she and for okay for everybody going. We need a carve out for voting rights. No, 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 no. We're gonna Bugs Bunny Alaska for you and then give it to you. Yes. Here's the thing. For voting rights, only these three bills: HR one, the Joe Manchin bill, and the John Lewis bill. Those are the only reasons. If Joe Manchin is concerned, Do hold on. One or all of those address gerrymandering. Uh, Joe Manchin's does. Okay. His actually interesting. Um, his bill addresses the Georgia law and the Texas law where the legislature can overturn and the Arizona law that I don't know if it's passed and, yet. And for the people does not? No. Because wow. it hadn't been done yet. Got it. Nobody thought about that. About just point. straight up ripping people right. off of their Nobody vote? Nobody thought about that. Disenfranchising three million voters in Fulton County? His bill actually addresses that. His bill does not have campaign finance and other things that the For, for the People Act has, which is more expansive. Uh, and John Lewis has a whole other different things. Maybe with, we mash them together. That's what we're going to try to do. But when, when people say, let's carve out, like Stacey Abrams and others have said, let's carve out a filibuster 
like we do with the Supreme Court justices when it comes to voting rights. No, because when it comes to voting rights, they could completely turn well, it on its big, back. That's our big hope in Georgia is the massive turnout that's going to be generated by Stacey Abrams running for governor. I think there's zero chance she's not running for governor. Kemp is going to have a massive primary challenge on his right because Trump hates him, and she's going to run unopposed as the most popular Democrat in the state. Yeah, but the legislature can still overturn her. I mean, when? I can see them doing it with a, a 70,000 votes. Do you think the legislature would overturn it if it's a million votes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because they're utterly shameless. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. That's when the guns come out. I can see that. I have no doubts in my mind that if a state went a million votes to a presidential candidate that that state legislature didn't want, we don't like that vote in that One county. One guy said or that he saw something that. there, so we got to throw these all out. Exactly. Um, but when people are suggesting that we carve out no filibuster for, quote, voting rights legislation, no, 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 just these three bills. Let's be super specific. Because if we just <clears throat> carve it out for all voting rights, if the Republicans, which they probably wouldn't, Dude, but if they did. they're going to do it anyway. They are. The filibuster's already gone. We need to wake up and realize that. Mitch McConnell just hasn't told us yet. Oh, no, it's gone. Do you think he'd gone. be wringing his hands or what's, it, what's the situation? What's the thing? Yeah. Or, the uh, debt ceiling. Or whatever it is. But I mean, the thing is, do you, th- do you think he'd be pacing and, and, and gnashing his teeth about this? The filibuster, the second they need the filibuster really gone, it's going to be gone. I mean, the only thing this is going to do is give him like some, uh, you know, what's it called when you put like a little slip on? Just put it, uh, it's going to give him a fig leaf to say it. But he's doing it anyway, with or without the fig leaf. Which is why we need to like, pass the voting rights Harry Reid gave him a fig leaf. With the with judges. The, with, with federal judges to go to the Supreme Court. Well, if you're going to do a federal judge, we might as well do it with the Supreme Court judges. He was going to do it anyway. So let's not pretend like the filibuster is still there. We might as well get something out of it while we have the chance. I agree. But the, na- the naive ete mm-hmm. is, I, I can't wrap my brain around it. Well, that's old school BS. Because the filibuster is not democratic. The House doesn't have it. It doesn't. It's a majority rule. You get 218 votes. Uh, wasn't it, it passes. created as a result of a compromise, something over race or whatever? I mean, you know, it's slavery. It was all about slavery. White people are crushing us. Yes. Yes. And people say, you're white. It's like, dude, I'm Jewish. It's like, you know, they, they're going to throw I'm as white as they get. They're, they're going to throw me in a gas chamber with the rest of the, with the non whites. I'm as white as they get. Um, couldn't be whiter if I tried. So, okay. This is kind of good news. Okay, so residents of a Virginia County um, school board. Okay, so the school board wanted to burn books. Literally. Literally, including I think Fahrenheit four five four five one. And and the Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> That's ironic. Um, but it's been scuttled during the board's November eighth meeting. Two members spoke openly about their desire to literally burn books. They considered offensive. This is what we were talking. Oh, I remember we were talking. We were talking about overreach. Yeah, this is overreach. A little bit. Our only hope, by the way, in this authoritarian takeover not happening is the Republicans, who sometimes have lack self awareness too, they overreach to such an extent that it causes the people on the fence to say, "Okay, wait a minute, dude." Hold like Joe phone. Manchin. Okay, you're making now you're now you're making me look like a fool. Mm-hmm. Now I have to do this. Right. Um, basically, That's our only hope. The, the talk about during this. Uh, a county librarian. <laughs> if you have a worldview that can be undone by a novel, let me suggest that the problem is not the novel. 
Um, uh, That's despite, a great quote. Yeah, it is. Uh, terms like obscene, pornographic, and explicit have been used by censors, like attacking the grapes of wrath. Huckleberry Finn. Huckleberry Finn. Uh, um, to, uh, to Kill a Mockingbird, yes. for that matter. Uh, the Handmaid's Tale, which mm-hmm. is literally about people being banned from reading books, and you're banning a book about people. Being well, I like that great meme that was going around when it showed like the the women, like the girls in school screaming at the black girl she was walking. Mm-hmm. These they same don't pe- want us. They seen people who didn't want the black girl to school have grown up now to not want you to be taught that they were the ones screaming, screaming at, at them, not wanting to go to school. One of the the famous women though. Who screamed it, Ruby? Like when you see her face, like a, just with rage. She ended Have up they identifying that person. Yes, she ended up apologizing uh, to Ruby. So it was a whole like as an adult. Yes, she was like, I can't believe I did that. But you know, that's how your she child. Was trained. That's how your parents taught you. She was trained, and you can grow out of it, kids. You can be taught a one thing and grow out of that. I used to go to temple. I used to go to church and pray. Same here. Never. Liked and then I was like, Oh God. Exactly. I've swung too far the other way, though. Really? Like, oh, it's you're hard atheist? For me That's to, cool. It, no, it's, hard, it's just hard for me to respect someone's critical thinking if they think that there's a magic man in the sky who's listening to them. And, you know, while, you know, fifteen to 20,000 children a day are dying of all of sorts a of things, miserable, painful death under the age of six because they don't have enough food to eat or clean water to drink. It's like, yeah, no, he's not helping you win the big game. Oh, no, no, no. You know that. When you pray to God, sometimes the answer is no. Okay, that's good to know. He doesn't always give as, you... As in like always? Yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know... <laughs> no, the answer is hold your call. It's very important to well, I'm Hold your call. It's very important. We'll be right with you. You don't even get Girl from Ipanema. You get something worse. Yeah. Gregorian chants? Whatever it is. Wait, I don't remember. You can edit that out, right? No. I edit nothing other than uh, swear words. I never edit this show other than for Patreon listeners because they get the extra stuff. Well, why don't you tell me that? I'll just start blasting what I really think about things. On Patreon, you can. Okay, whatever. Because that's a paid subscription. It's like HBO. Oh, yeah. And you already blasted people about that, right? Yeah. Earlier, in, yeah, in it's at the very stuff. beginning, and of you spared and, and you spared me that. So, according according to a brand new report, Mark Meadows used his private Gmail account to pressure Georgia officials to undo Trump's loss. Oh, but those can be erased and never found again. Oh, Jonathan wait a minute, Carl, who wrote the book, now he literally and figuratively, yes, uh, on Tuesday <clears throat> explained why the Gmail account of Mark Meadows may provide critical evidence for the House Select Committee. So he's turning this stuff over. Uh, on CNN, he explained his interest in Meadows, uh, saying part of the backstory behind Trump's notorious phone call, he, Meadows voiced frustration when he connected on the phone with Rasvin Perger, Perger, that's it. We've been trying to reach out to 18, reach out to you 18 different times. Uh, listen to this. I remember Meadows that. complained. We've been trying to reach out to you 18 different times and you've ignored our inquiries. That looks great for Brad. Great for Brad. And not so good for the stalker. Not so good. Uh, uh, Raffsenberger himself has been receiving text messages. This is in a Gmail account. Uh, from a Gmail account, Mark Meadows' Gmail account, he thought was certainly a prank. Jonathan Carl said, you know, his number has been put on the internet. Oh, my goodness gracious. Now, Meadows is working with the January 6th committee. 
I know he's been... Uh, something tells me he's just kind of giving tiny bits and pieces and stalling because Enough. he's a real weasel and he's a bad guy. I remember when he was in Congress, what a bad guy he was. Harry Littman was on Ms. And Miller's show. Yes. You know Harry... the story about him falling to his knees, begging and crying because he got on the wrong side of John Boehner? Yeah. And he literally well, begged We had to cry with John Boehner because John Boehner's a crier too. They're and, very a, and begged him for forgiveness. Well, and that's the thing. I think that's why he's negotiating with them. Harry Littman said today, and he's a lawyer, um, that... He believes that Mark Meadows is working something out with this because they have so much. Two hundred plus people have already testified to that committee that we and don't know about. And when you go in there, you don't know what anybody else has already said, exactly, or what documentation they have. It's like uh, from Glengarry Glen Ross: "Don't open your mouth if you don't know the fucking shot." Yeah, I mean, it's it's very much like a lawyer: don't ask a question you don't know the answer to, which is what the committee knows the answers to and these all questions. They, all, all he needs to do is lie once. Once. So I think what he's doing is cooperating. Because he was a congressperson. He ran the CIA and yeah, yeah. He doesn't Meadows want to- never g- ran the CIA. Yeah, he was in the CIA at one point, I Mark believe. Mark Meadows? I think so, wasn't he? I'm wrong. I think you're confusing him for someone else, but I could be wrong. No, it might be wrong. It happened know. once, Somebody- 1984. I remember the day. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. Um, I thought he did. Anyway, um, I'm thinking of somebody else. But he, he wants to not go to prison, basically. <laughs> he doesn't want to go, even for a minute. So he's working with them. Granted, he didn't show up, what, two Fridays ago or whatever. Kind of like Shiv's husband in secession. Oh, I love that. Oh, he really doesn't want to go to prison. He's preparing that. He is. He's gone down Is the... cousin Greg ever going to win an Emmy? He should. He's fantastic. He really is. He's not like that in real life. Let's just be clear. I don't know the actor at all. I've seen him interviewed. He's not like he's a regular person. He's fantastic. <laughs> yep. Nicholas Braun is his name. He should get a full shout out. He's he's a fantastic actor because mm-hmm. he plays such this awful nebbish, nervous, clearly on the spectrum, and he just wants to just please everybody all the time. Playing with that kind of low level terror all the time, it's all fantastic. Time. It's he's really... very good. He's very good, yep. and so does the guy that plays Kendall. Oh, Jeremy Strong. Yeah, fantastic. No, I mean you know that that show is is this season not a not a lot's happening. Unfortunately, they're getting a little bit in the weeds. Something tells I me like it's when gonna, they get in the so, weeds. Some, sometimes it's gonna. I, there have been episodes when nothing happened, unfortunately. But I think something I have feeling that's going to pick up the pace. I didn't see Sundays yet, so. <clears throat> but um, you know, we've gone off the rails, kids. If you don't watch Succession on it's the, Showtime it's the, or it's HBO, I HBO, forget. It's the best show on TV. It's one of them, absolutely. That's pretty. Yep. That's very pretty. And on that note, why don't we um? Do what? We have a note. You mean I have to stop talking now? No, no, no. I was we just getting talking. started. We keep talking. We keep talking after this. Very busy. For the people that I'm give sure. us money. Thank you for listening to From the Bunker. Yes, thank you. Thank you. If you need help, get it. There is no shame in it. And uh, if you are on our Patreon, keep listening. If not, please subscribe.